Subscribe, it's Mimi, aka Mimi the Great. Hey. It's the Love Pride Radio Show. It is Saturday, June 19th. It is Saturday, June 10th. June 10th. It is Saturday, June 10th. Thank you. That is your first song for the new national holiday. Go ahead and record that. Drop that. Yeah. That's that's my new album. Next time you hear it's gonna be a remix. Ficky Ficky. Next to me at the table, I got my girl. It's Latreva Deneen. How are you people doing? Hey. It's Saturday. I'm so excited. We got so much going on here at Summer Radio. Um, in case you guys haven't been keeping up, today we are going to do the red carpet for to Sherry Block. Block. Sherry. Sherry. Black Sherry. Hey, listen, he was holding some cherries on uh, Facebook and I said, hey man, <laughs> first of all. Do you eat cherries? Mm-hmm. I heard they were good for weight loss. Are they? That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I heard let that. Let me go get me some cherries. <laughs> anyway, especially when they don't sell, because but no, it's a certain kind. I'm not doing this with you. But you, every Saturday. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so we can get this going and get this started. Y'all already know my nose is built a certain way because I know nosy. You know s i e. Nope. But we'll work on that later. Okay. We'll work on the spelling later. Okay. It's fine. So I already want to know how your week was, Triple D. My week was amazing. I I slept in until I decided to wake up. It is summer, summer, summertime. Summertime. So yes. So I slept. Um I am doing this teen show. So I had my meeting with my participants, which was really cool. They seemed super excited. So we're rolling on that. Um, and I just chilled. I really just chilled this week. I was able to get some, you know, basic stuff done Mm -hmm. to show myself, you know, I'm taking care of me because as a teacher, you put a whole lot of stuff off. I don't know why we act like we aren't going to get life done in the summer, but whatever. Um, so, you know, just been kind of doing some stuff, but it felt good because I only did the things that I genuinely wanted to do. So, yes, yes, to the best of my ability. Like you know, seeing that started at least. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes we say we're gonna do it, and we end up doing our own child. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? You got some of it done. Yeah. Yes. Self care. Are they like two separate different things? They're two separate things, or they're the same thing. It depends on whatever you want it to be. Okay. Okay. For real. And so we're going to hear from our guests right quick. How was your week, Miss Georgia? Ooh, I'm glad it's over. Yes. It was a long week. Yes. We made it yes. yes. We made it through. Yes, that's what matters. We made it to Juneteenth. Yes. So grateful. Yes. So grateful. Okay. Like she said, I made it. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. Um, It had it. it okay. So, y'all. Um, and, and this is interesting how this all fails. So for those of you who don't know, I am a caregiver. Right. And so I'm going to try to be nice. The first time I went over this in my head, I had all kinds of names I wanted to call these people. So one is going to be the client and one is the supervisor because it's really how it happened. Okay. I was at one of the houses and my supervisor came by, mm-hmm. right? Had a few words for him, but I digress. I went away to get my other check. Um, <clears throat> and so he and the client were sitting in the room talking. Mm-hmm. They're from the same box of crackers. Mm-hmm. Okay, salty. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the client was like, "Oh yeah, I sold my car, this and other." And so supervisor was like, "Oh yeah, you know, well, we've got a nice little Dodge outside, so you know, y'all should be good." And client said something about having a Lexus. Mm-hmm. And so supervisor goes, "Alexis, who driving Alexis? If any one of my caregivers drive Lexus, that means I'm paying them too much." That ain't what I'm driving has nothing to do with what you come on. That has nothing to do, sir. And I was like, we have just he did and went further to say, oh yeah, there was a um uh, a young lady that was driving Alexis, and I had to ask her um how could she afford it working for us. Mm. 
It just so happened that she was living at home with her mom, and that was her mom's car. And my whose car? Did I would, you would you would still be wondering. You would today. still be wondering. Today. <laughs> you would be wondering. Wow. Like, wow. The nerve. So it actually confirmed um, things that have been going on with the office. Mm -hmm. um, at the beginning of the year, they said, oh, we're going to be raised everybody who's been here more than a year. I've been there three. The only people that got raised were the people in the office. But anyway, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden they started having glitches in the system. Right. Uh, right. When it's time to get everybody, uh, what you promised. So that's what my week was trying to adjust. Yes. You know, trying not to be angry black woman. Right. Right. So I went and got some ice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that helped. And I made it. Amen. Yes. Amen. I made it. Amen. So today is Juneteenth. It yes. is. Happy Juneteenth. Happy, Happy Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Um, national holiday. About, uh, the national holiday. Though. Why? Why? Well, because I, I need them to, if making Juneteenth a national holiday is going to cease um, our people being killed sensibly, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm for it. Mm -hmm. If it is going to, and I wrote notes, I got notes. Mm -hmm. If it's going to close the gap of financial disparity between blacks and whites, mm -hmm. I'm here for it, mm -hmm. right? Um, if it'll end, or I said the unarmed killing my people, if it'll stop uh, police. Like, so I had a chance to be in the, uh, be an extra in um, O'Shea. Mm -hmm. And it was a bunch of us mm -hmm. because the scene that we were shooting was a rally. Mm -hmm. So we were in front of City Hall. Mm -hmm. The police, y'all. Circling, they kept circling, they kept circling, they kept looking. Kept circling, looking. Circling, looking. So finally, the one that, that stayed circled one side and then he came to the other side. And I was standing there and I said, You coming to film with us? And he was like, You know how they get when they get antsy, when they're trying to see, you know, which, which piece am I going to pull for? And he was like, well, no, what are y'all doing over here? It looks like y'all are, are, are having a gathering. I said, we're filming for um, a movie. He said, well, who's in charge? And so I went to, when the, the husband of the, pe the people that were there uh, was walking towards us at the time. And so mm -hmm. he heard it because the, the policeman was actually kind of loud. And I was like, wow, really? So we can't even gather. What's, child <clears throat> What's unfortunate to me is that they don't have a system within, because I'm sure there had to be some sort of permit secured for you all to mm -hmm. film Head and be there. there. And what's unfortunate to me is that you don't have a system within your HPD Houston public Adam works or whatever it is so that you have a way to check and see, do these people have the right to be here? Are they approved to be here? And that way you don't have to be on high alert. If anything, you should be there making sure that these folks who did the right thing are safe right. yeah. and that everything that they need, that they, they have available in terms of your, your services that you provide. So it's unfortunate to me that the system is not, the, the infrastructure is not set up in a way mm -hmm. that informs mm -hmm. its people so that it doesn't put the people against the police all the time. Yes, yeah. That, that to me, is what's interesting. As far as, I didn't understand, first of all, I didn't realize until, what was that, Tuesday, that it had happened. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was on the table. I didn't realize it was that conversation. Part, right. I had right. no clue. Right. And then, you know, it comes up, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then... You know, I start to hear mutterings that, you know, different people are, are expressing discontentment with it. And I was like, okay, I'm not understanding why. Um, I get the points. Like, I get the sentiments of, like, racial, racial, systemic racism needs to be dealt with. That there are all of these bigger rocks that need to be chipped away at and that this is just a symbolic gesture. And while it may be, okay, I, 
thank you though right. because this is still a significant part of history and that has never been acknowledged the fact that slavery was even a thing you still got to battle with some people in terms of its implications so i think as far as it being you know the first holiday in four years i think that's significant and for it to be this holiday i think it's something that you know especially for it to have truly come on the national radar only within the last three or five years like it really was just a texas thing right, right? so just folks in the midwest don't even really get yeah. it i remember being in, in indiana for a number of years and was like y'all ain't got no juneteenth parade popping off and it was like girl what are you talking about um, I mean, for real, for real. And so they didn't know. So only within the last few years are we even understanding Juneteenth. And then on top of that, different areas have their own. Like in Appalachia, those folks didn't find out until another window of time that they were free and they call it Freedom Day. So there are these different celebrations in different places. And I think Juneteenth being recognized nationally allows for more education because there are plenty of white folks who have no clue and folks are like now nah, they get to get in the damn now nah, we get well I, I was talking to my cable guy tech, cable lady today and she was like well at least yes girl she was like at least next year it'll be time and a half because i gotta work and i'm like thank you valid point you know so if i'm sacrificing this day that is a holiday and i'm working for you there's still there's going to be something to benefit I think that there are definitely um, benefits to this. I think that it is a necessary thing if we're going to ever get recognized nationally, period. I think it's significant that it was unanimous in the Senate or in the House, rather. The Senate, of course, do they do them. But I think it was important. I think it was significant. I think that people being upset is valid. I think their points are valid. Um, but I think that this was necessary and it was it was the right time to get it done. That's my thought. Yes, well, you know, I think Juneteenth, I'm so glad that they did pass it as a federal holiday. It should have been solved a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But the important point that you just made, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. Are we going to educate our children? Are we mm-hmm. really going to truly use it for mm-hmm. a purpose? Mm-hmm. Or are we just going to take the day off and chill? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we've been throwing parades. Mm-hmm. We've been throwing parades in Galveston right. for a long time right. for Juneteenth. Right, you know? right. So what are we going to do with it? So mm-hmm. the racial equity mm-hmm. the police brutality mm-hmm. how we're going to use it right. to level up mm-hmm. right like you said a lot of, of the, our white counterparts mm-hmm. know about this. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't know about it you're right about it you're right about it you're right about it so you know how are you going to use this holiday you know when more mm-hmm. i was going to say that i was going to say that just take it for granted. I take think, it as a day, yes. That's yes. just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do with it? How is it going to be significant mm-hmm. in your life, in mm-hmm. your family's life, in mm-hmm. your little one's life? Mm-hmm. Right? What are you going to teach them about right. how are you going to yeah. use it to make it? Yes. Your yes. Whole point That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love it. I think that it's, um, I love that it has become more popular because it is such a, especially for Texas. I just, it's so significant for us. It was in Galveston. I just feel like we can have a a lot of pride in the Mm -hmm. fact that this is Mm -hmm. like the holiday that kind of is like, okay, y'all were the last ones to find out. So yay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think that it's something that we can take pride in that. Okay. I think so too. I think it's it's an opportunity for us to reflect. Yes. So you know, you mentioned Galveston, and you and I are mm-hmm. from the same area, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes for me, I rarely right. rarely go back to Galveston. Mm-hmm. Or hear anything good. Yes. Or hear anything good coming out That's of it. Mm-hmm. And so for me it's an opportunity to reflect yes. about the past mm-hmm. and where we are going. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes, you know, we, we have a tendency well, for me, I have a tendency to look at the past and say the past is the past. Mm-hmm. But we fail to remember that the past is back there, but it has impact on your future, whether right. you deal with it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and it can be mm-hmm. positive mm-hmm. or negative, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that Juneteenth is an opportunity for us to really reflect, reflect mm-hmm. on our past. As I remember as a child growing up and celebrating Juneteenth and going to mm-hmm. all the parades mm-hmm. and celebrations mm-hmm. that they had, mm-hmm. you know, especially in that area. Mm-hmm. But at this point in my life, we don't you know, see what, it. We don't see mm-hmm. a lot. But what does it really mean besides having the picnic? That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah. Right. that's right. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Great points. Thank you so 
Chiming in, of course. I, was like, mm, I, I ain't feeling it. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah, it is mm-hmm. so many other things that mm-hmm. uh, I wish they would, you know, could be changed. And mm-hmm. we're the ones who would be pacified, right? We mm-hmm. choose whether or not it's going to be a pacifier. That's true. We either will continue to march and and make our voices known and complain and let you know, okay, cool, thank you for the holiday, but and still, right? Mm-hmm. And so right, two right. things can be true at the same time. True, true. And so we decide whether or not this is a pacifier, whether or not this is check, thank you, mm-hmm. you know, and and then and, stop and or check, thank you, okay, now to what else And right. abusers do that, right? They mm-hmm. they flood you with things that you are, are like, I wasn't even looking for this, mm-hmm. I wasn't even asking for this. Yeah, can you just give me this, right? <laughs> so as it as a part of this abusive relationship that Black people are in with, with White America, it's like we need to make sure that we are holding them to our expectations and we are keeping their 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 keeping in front of them the the commitment that this constitution has for us all so i i think that this is this is good and i I want people to continue to talk about it though i do want us to continue because i wouldn't have thought about it if you know if the the youngsters hadn't been like yeah right yeah me either. That was a part that for me that, was like, that's what was on the list. Y'all yeah, didn't even tell me that was on the agenda. Y'all ain't called. I would have been there. We ain't even gonna talk about January 6th. We ain't even gonna get on January 6th. We ain't gonna talk about this anti-lynching bill that you still ain't passed. We, you know, we got a list of things, but but thank you. Yeah. So we get you. We get y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So after these messages. We'll be right back. <laughs> no. With our guest, Roger. I'm going to chime in with you. Hi, it's your girl, Lisa and I want to tell you about a product that has changed my life, Rain Premium Sanitary Napkins. Rain products are infused with a Nobel Prize winning material called graphene. It's the graphene strip that provides the various health benefits that can improve your quality of life during that time of the month. Listen, I've been very loyal to a certain brand of feminine products, but I've never experienced the results I get with Rain products. The difference is in the graphene strip. Using Rain products has totally eliminated the painful cramps I experience, and it can also help balance your body's pH, eliminate harmful bacteria, and help fight fatigue. Graphene moves heat away from your core to keep you cool and comfortable. Ladies, it's time to upgrade your feminine care with products that not only offer protection, but also improve your health and wellness. Place your order today and receive your premium sanitary napkins delivered directly to your door. Visit www.drfcare.com to make your purchase today. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you. I'm We're black home. Hey, I've been waiting on you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up thinking about it because I can't do it. Yes. We're black home. <laughs> so we are back here with our awesome guest, Miss Georgetta. Yay. Midlock, right? Yes. That's right. And so tell us. The nose is built like it is. It is. So, and I heard you say that y'all are from Gallatin County. We are. Down yonder. Lamar, Texas. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, that's what that means. Yes. Somebody said that and they said, boy. And I was like, no, you're fired. What? That's what he used. That's how he used it in the sentence. But anyway. It's fine. Never heard of it. You're from Arkansas. That's fine. Watch your mouth. That's fine. I'm just saying. You're excused. I was giving you an out. Thank you. Trying to help the people. <laughs> but yes, we are from the Galveston County. Oh, the Galveston County. Okay. Just saying. And how long have you been in this Over 20 years. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. How long have you been in this I have been as a therapist. Mm-hmm. I've been a therapist for now for about 15 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking at your your face like 20 years. <laughs> She's ageless. Baby, these jeans. Girl. Ageless. I saw her in the uh we hadn't seen each other in a number of years and we ran into into each other in Walgreens and I was like, I know that skin and that hair anywhere. <laughs> And that's exactly what she said. <laughs> I was like, that's Jenna. And, and so you remind me of my cousin mm-hmm. because it's the same thing. 
It's like mm-hmm. looking at my cousin. The skin and the hair. Man. That you. We are cousins. Mm-hmm. Completely. Mm-hmm. Completely. Now yes. Now, and now I got to call her to see. Did you put your Because <laughs> it, it would always be. Yes. She'd come home and like, what? What's happening? Girl. In a month. It's too high. It's mm-hmm. like, I can't. But anyway, so what made you want to go into uh, therapy? Mm-hmm. A lot of things. So, you know, we had a conversation briefly earlier about just childhood. Mm-hmm. Childhood, mm-hmm. the ups, the downs, mm-hmm. the drama, what makes me the mm-hmm. way that I am, mm-hmm. all of that. Yes. You know, so I've always been curious about people and what makes them tick, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And so I'm the oldest of five. Right. And so being the oldest of five, you know, I was, I've been, I, I say all the time, I've been a mom, mom. for a long, mm-hmm. long time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I've been always curious about how can five kids mm-hmm. from the same Grow up family so differently and raised the same mm-hmm. way by the same mm-hmm. mom mm-hmm. take different paths. Such different paths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So different. Yeah. So I've always been intrigued about wow. people. Wow. It okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, why questions yeah yeah I just, yeah. Know, I just want to know yeah I love that I think that you said the the childhood stuff is what drove you to therapy because I spend a lot of time just trying to figure out you know separate stuff that happened from my childhood and how it impacts me today and what should I be doing with this information and how does it inform my behavior? It's like, I had never heard anybody specifically identify like those, those things are something that we, you know, that motivated me, that that was something that drove me to be interested in this topic. What about childhood for you? I understand the past, but what about childhood specifically? So I don't know if you guys have heard of ACE or childhood traumas, right? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I got older where I really began to understand childhood traumas, Mm -hmm. what we go through, whether it be molestation, whether Mm -hmm. it be, you know, you're growing up in poverty, whatever Mm -hmm. that was for you. And so for me, childhood, God, going back to Galveston Mm -hmm. and being raised by a single mother. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing is not having my father Mm -hmm. there, you know, Mm -hmm. not having it. So it was a big hole. Mm -hmm. So I tell people all the time, I went from being, having that hole, Mm -hmm. Mm H-O-L-E, to being whole, Mm W-H-O-L-E. But it took years Mm -hmm. to do that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I remember, you know, being with my grandmother, but I never saw a lot of males around. Mm-hmm. My uncles were there, but they were common. They would mm-hmm. go, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me as a child, the, the actually growing up in Galveston, being raised in the church, because mm-hmm. I was raised in the church, mm-hmm. but I was raised by my mother. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea or no clue who my biological father, father was. Okay. Now the gentleman that was Present and present. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes entangled. Um, <laughs> he was around. Okay, but he wasn't in the house. Okay, right? okay. And so going through that and being very promiscuous and mm-hmm. just learning and mm-hmm. searching and trying to mm-hmm. navigate this world mm-hmm. as a child, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was quite difficult. And so even in that, I tell people all the time because my main thing is trying to get to young girls. Yes. Because I was that girl. Yes. And so for a little step, my mother went through a little bit of, of domestic violence mm-hmm. and we had to live in, in a, a shelter for women. Mm-hmm. And just navigating through that, I remember hiding before before I would come out of the, the shelter. shelter. I would wait for all the kids to go to school and then I would walk to school. Mm-hmm. I did not want them to know where I was coming mm-hmm. from. Got it. So all of that. And mm-hmm. you know, it's just been a journey, mm-hmm. you know, just thinking about all that, not having the dad, being mm-hmm. very promiscuous, mm-hmm. remembering older guys taking advantage mm-hmm. of that because they knew that a dad wasn't, wasn't there. Home. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, all of that that just kind of spiraled mm-hmm. out of control, mm-hmm. you know, at one point in terms of me really trying to find out who oh, I am mm-hmm. and, and what's my purpose in the world. Mm-hmm. And so I never want a girl to feel or even if they feel that way, mm-hmm. I want them to know that there's always a way out. Right. So childhood for me, I I said earlier I didn't like going to Galveston because mm-hmm. it was horrible. Yeah. I had a really, really tough upbringing in mm-hmm. that. It was tough being yeah. raised by a single mother. It was. Um, yeah. Being raised, walking the streets of Galveston, mm-hmm. like I said, being molested as mm-hmm. a, at a young age. Mm-hmm. My mother had 
God bless our heart. And I love mm-hmm. my mother. So this is not a stone against my mother. Because right. when you know better, you do better. Of course. Right? But my mother's one of her boyfriends molested me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I remember that vividly, mm-hmm. what I had on, mm-hmm. what he did, all mm-hmm. of that. But at that time, you know, it was three of us at the time, mm-hmm. three siblings, mm-hmm. and we all slept, slept in the same bed. Mm-hmm. But I was like, when I think about that, the audacity of this person, to my two sisters, sisters there, yeah, to do that, to, yeah. to violate me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it was all of that being mm-hmm. bullied, mm-hmm. being from the wrong side of the track, yeah. saying that, you know, you're not going to be yeah. So it was all yeah. of that. We can talk all day about yes. what it was. Yes. So it was all of that that mm-hmm. kind of pushed me to say, Maybe you do want to kind of search a little deeper to see what, what you need. Yes. And what I need. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's so good. Yeah. So I, I know that we've talked a little bit about um, father, the, the idea of a fatherless daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of women who have grown up without their fathers. Um, what about this topic is particularly um important for you or what is it that touches you about this topic why is this something that you want to speak to because a father is our first protector mm-hmm. their providers fathers teach us how to love and how to be loved okay i didn't have that okay so when you don't have that you search for it or i did mm-hmm. in the wrong mm-hmm. places in the wrong, wrong ways yes yes, wrong yes. Ways, right mm-hmm. and so i'm passionate about it because at 40, 49 years later, mm-hmm. I actually had an opportunity to meet my birth father. Wow. But taking it back a little bit, the guy that I thought was my dad. Okay. I was, it was shared with me at 18 when I graduated from high school. Okay. By the way, that's really not your dad. Oh, wow. So you grew up thinking he was. I grew up thinking that he was. Okay. I did. I grew okay. up thinking that he was, although he wasn't very present or available. Okay. Either. Okay. And remember, I told you he was around. But sure. He was in the household, sure. Right? Okay. So I, can, I, can, I knew where he was. I knew where right. to go find him. All right. 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 I knew wow. where to go find him. Right. Or which girlfriend's house. Sure. He to, but he wasn't in the house. Got it. And so at 18, I was told, by the way, that's not your dad. Mm. And so, even after the disappointment and him not being there, but or him promising certain things to me and never delivering, Made never sense. showing up, and I'm that mm. little girl I'm waiting at the window, mm. like my daddy gonna buy me a car. Mm. My daddy gonna buy. Yeah, daddy not gonna do that. Mm. Daddy not, by the way, that's not your dad. Mm. So I'm like, well, who, 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 who is? is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Struggling all this time. Yeah, is he? Right? yeah. With it, with with it. Who is T. Thomas? Is it right, right, right? Who is Willie T. Right, and you say it like I know the man. I don't know. know Yeah. So it was, and that was just before I went off to college. Mm -hmm. So I'm like Mm -hmm. in a bad space Mm -hmm. in my head Mm -hmm. because the person who I thought, although he wasn't there in the house or in the home with me. I still kind of identified. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do a whole lot that I can remember. Right. At least he was there. There. He was there. Right. He was around. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, going forward, you know, all these many many years, I remember getting a call, and I think I became curious the older I get. And I remember this day, I took my daughter down to meet the guy who. Was supposed to be my dad, who I thought mm-hmm. was my dad initially, right? Mm-hmm. And he was playing. With, he, he and my mother were getting along. They were talking, and he said something to the effect like, um, "Look at our baby. Look at mm-hmm. our baby, right?" Mm-hmm. And talking about me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I like I said, I have a certain love for him. Mm-hmm. And so later that afternoon, my mother at our house, she said, "Mind you, this was a few years ago." She said, "Do you want to know your dad? Your real dad?" Mm-hmm. Do you miss him? Because I think she saw a connection between me and, and my dad person. in Georgia mm-hmm. in, in uh, Galveston, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, Mom, it really at this point, yeah. you know, it, it take it or leave it, yeah. But I remember my mom. Now I cannot say that I. This is what I'm going to say, and I tell my friends this all the time because it happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she really knew where he was all these years mm-hmm. or what. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that this happened so quickly. My mom called me like the next week or so. Mm-hmm. And told me she made contact with my biological baby right. through one of her friends that she knew that grew up in this in the city that he's from. Mm-hmm. So my mom like, how did that happen so quickly? After yes, all these yes. Years, so he was, 40, yeah. All these years, he's been a, so yeah, quickly. yeah. But I remember. 
remember talking to this man for the very first time. And I cried like Bless a your baby heart. because what he said to me was, baby girl, I've been looking for you. Oh. And he said, I am sorry if everything that you went through, your mom told me yes. everything that you went through, I am so sorry. He said, yes. I couldn't find you because I didn't really know your mom's people. Oh. So come to find out that only have like a little one-night stand. Every other flame. Like, you didn't know all Yeah. Things, and they lost yeah. And at that time, I tell you, I saw yes. like a baby. Yes. And so in not having that, I always promised myself with my girls, yes. they would have a relationship with their father. Yes. Because yes. I know the hole that that, that leaves. And they know mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. the girls who work mm-hmm. with women, mm-hmm. when they don't have that, mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. Like we were discussing earlier, the to even have someone in the house and, and they're disconnected. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, um, uh, and I affectionately call him daddy, but he was truly, um, if there was a picture of somebody, her people, mm-hmm. her, her people, people, yeah, his picture would be in and it'd be wow. in public, you know, he didn't wow. take a picture, right? Um, <laughs> he hated it. <laughs> um, and so he was in the house and he was giving what he could give, mm-hmm. how he knew how to give it, even in, a lot of times what he was giving was out of spite. Right. The name calling, the you know, and that was from the time I was six until I moved out when I was 19. Mm-hmm. I got called a name every day, several names every day, and it was not Miriam, it was not Mimi, it was not Baby Girl. It, I made, I was made to feel like I was not wanted in the house. Nothing I ever did was right. And then when I met my spineless spine donor, because that's what he was, he's now deceased, mm-hmm. um, his reaction to me was, um, Okay, somebody said the mic's real low. His reaction to me was, um, how does it feel to be ignored by me? Mm. So I was not Mm. accepted in either light. Mm -hmm. Um, And still the same hole was there. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I was telling you earlier, uh, for me, uh, it didn't dissipate mm-hmm. until after daddy passed away and I was trying to figure out am I upset am I am I hurting am I do I want to cry or don't mm-hmm. I and it was really one of those things like eh whatever you know I'm over it um and I was driving and it was just one of those red light moments where God was like so all those times where he called you out your name and you were a garden tool you were mm-hmm. a dumb bitch or you were you know all those things I'm going to take that and I'm going to show you how I do that. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what I can do and how I can make that crooked straight mm-hmm. and how you're going to need it later in life. Right. I didn't understand it, but okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here we are. Mm-hmm. I still have triggers. I still have ticks, but nothing. Mm-hmm. Like nothing it was. Like it was. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that God decided to love me enough for that. Mm-hmm. So we have a comment from, um, this is actually my cousin. Hey, cousin. Uh, Lady comments. Rose. The thing about growing up without my dad around and knowing that he loved me presented some issues in my life, she says. I would always seek the love of my dad through my relationships, and that didn't work well for me. My mom, mother of 17, single mm-hmm. mother to 10. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely an issue. But God has delivered me from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my cousin, mm-hmm. this particular cousin went through a mm-hmm. lot. Um, she's uh, older than I, mm-hmm. but um, I still know quite a bit of her story. She ain't been shy about it, so mm-hmm. it definitely is. So you've been mm-hmm. in counseling for how many years? 15, 15, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're here in Houston, right? I'm mm-hmm. here in Houston. Yes. Tell the people who are to ask where mm-hmm. and how they can find you. So I can be found either Facebook or Instagram at georgetta.netlock. Okay. So if you look me up on either of those platforms under my name, uh, you can email me by the same name, georgetta.netlock at gmail.com or sheenvisions21 at gmail.com. That's mm-hmm. one of my platforms that I use because I do workshops for mm-hmm. girls primarily mm-hmm. talking about self-esteem and mm-hmm. self Oh, nice. Because as you know, as a woman who 
whose father isn't there either physically mm -hmm. or emotionally, mm -hmm. you know, we suffer or we Definitely. lack self-esteem and self-worth because there was no one there to really mm -hmm. tell us that we were beautiful. Mm -hmm. Baby girl, I love you. Baby girl, mm -hmm. you're beautiful. Like you said, you were called out of your name many mm -hmm. a day. Mm -hmm. You began to identify with that. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, I know mm -hmm. that because I used mm -hmm. to identify was there, with yeah. that for a long mm -hmm. time until I began to navigate my way out of this. Mm -hmm. And no, that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. But it took a long time oh, to mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, for me, it's like, I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, I grew up without a dad. Like, I don't, I don't even, and like feeling that void was, I don't think that I realized it. Like, I think that what it's looked like for me is not knowing how to relate to men, mm -hmm. not knowing how to um, just even move in relationship, like how do I even understand what you're saying? Like, sometimes it feels like a foreign language when I'm communicating with them because I do not have that background. I don't have that experience. And so it, it has often made me nervous and uncomfortable. And so I think that's been the impact for me. Like, as I kind of reflect on like, okay, you know, yeah, I think the beautiful piece and those sorts of things, my esteem is more connected to like my weight stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't identify it around daddy right. stuff. But for me, the daddy stuff comes around. I don't know how to be around men. Well, you know, it's the same thing with me. You know, everybody celebrates fathers. And of course, I celebrate because of my husband, but not because of my, my father. father. Yes. And so, you know, not having a father there, not really being able to relate to truly what mm -hmm. Father's Day is celebrating a dad yes yes you know and so I've learned how to you know we learn we learn how to cope right mm -hmm. and so even in our coping mm -hmm. there are there are healthy coping mechanisms mm -hmm. and there are those that are unhealthy right? right and so you said earlier about you know you can't relate to guys or you wonder you know how why you can't relate to mm -hmm. guys because our dads were our teachers in yeah. terms of the male species, yeah. right? They teach us what to say, how mm -hmm. to be, how to be mm -hmm. okay. Now, baby girl, when you do this, I mm -hmm. watch my my husband with, with my daughter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he teaches, and she's like, he's she's like got her superhero. Yep, yep. Right? he and can do no wrong. That's the way yeah. it should be because as she gets older mm -hmm. and become that's a what woman, she's going to play yes, back, and she can relate to that. Mm -hmm. She'll know how to be treated. Mm -hmm. Her dad opens the doors for her in the car, right. mm -hmm. in the house, or any that's restaurant awesome. we go into, mm -hmm. and she was like, "Mommy." Daddy needs to open the door for you, so don't touch any doors. I was like, you sure, right, baby girl? Thank you. So he's mm -hmm. teaching her, mm -hmm. right, how to do that so she'll mm -hmm. know what to accept and what not to accept. And she's watching if he does it she for you. Watching. So right. you don't tell me you're going to do one thing and you don't give it to my mom. Right. So not only is he telling her, he's mm -hmm. also letting her know, make sure you keep me in check in terms of how That's I'm right. living out what I'm telling you you should be looking That's for. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 that's the example I've seen. That's and good. I've, I've seen that happen. Uh, even my oldest brother dealt with some stuff with his first wife, and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna deal with it, though. I gotta do it." And I was like, "Well, parents, no. we set examples. We set yeah. examples for, for our everything. Yeah. Negative or positive. Yeah. We set examples because they're mm -hmm. watching mm -hmm. all the time. All the time. Absolutely. And also, uh, even with those, I think being available. Uh, we talked about that mm -hmm. earlier mm -hmm. uh, to have the discussion. Whether it's uh, no matter how uncomfortable right. mm -hmm. it can be, is very important. Mm -hmm. If uh, if, they, if the the little humans mm -hmm. have questions, <laughs> right. you know, or even having moments that are teachable mm -hmm. moments right. instead of taking them or just and dismissing them, mm -hmm. let every moment be a teachable mm -hmm. moment. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, you did that, or like you said, if, if your daughter reminded you, like, you know what, baby, mm -hmm. show right, Mama forgot, or right. you know, whatever the case right. is, let me go and remind him now. Yes. Right, and so that's a teachable mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, so, and to remind you, yeah. you know, it's like you're right, baby. Like, mm -hmm. Mama, you should be. It's like. You are right because sometimes we get caught up in that. Right. So, I yeah, I I I I did not realize that that's where my lack of connection to men might be stemming from. 
I didn't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I ain't. I ain't, I ain't no statistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever. Y'all right. Know that. Right. And it wasn't me. Right. I had a daddy. What mm-hmm. you mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what the I had a daddy. Was. Yeah. I had a daddy. Yeah. He was in the house. Mm-hmm. He just was not emotionally there. available. Yeah. Available to you, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, even with, and to I know that there's a difference. My mom. My mom married later on. Mm-hmm. But she married a guy, when you talk about being unavailable, mm-hmm. emotionally unavailable, he was so mean. Mm-hmm. He was so mean to me and my siblings. And I remember one particular episode, he was violent. Mm-hmm. And I always said to myself, I will never marry anyone like that. Mm-hmm. Right? He was super, super violent. I remember one time my mother was pregnant with my youngest sibling. And we had he had a car. Mm-hmm. He would not drive her to the laundromat. Wow. She would walk. And we would literally get our bikes, put the yeah. basket on the bikes, right on Lamar, Texas, yep. and, and take the laundry to the laundromat for her, mm-hmm. drive back and get another because she would walk. Mm-hmm. He was so mean. And so I remember, I was like, Lord, I just don't want that for my Me, life. Yeah. And even with my first child, so I have a 26-year-old daughter. This is my mm-hmm. youngest daughter, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so with my with my first marriage, twin. With my first her marriage, her twin. With my first marriage, I was like, I just don't want, I don't want her to see an unhealthy mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. So even after we divorced, mm-hmm. we were friends, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Francis Whiskey, mm-hmm. Francis little mm-hmm. kid, right, right, right. She doesn't need to see all that right. Right. and all right. that. Right. So when I met my my husband now mm-hmm. and my ex. We all met together. I said, like, this is the deal. Mm-hmm. This is her father. Mm-hmm. We are family. Mm-hmm. And we have to make this work for right. her. Mm-hmm. Right. So one of the things that he told me, and this is how I know that um, blended families can work. Mm-hmm. One of the things that he told me before I married my husband was like, I like him for you. Good. He's good for Gabby, which is my mm-hmm. oldest daughter. He's mm-hmm. good for her. Right. Mm-hmm. And every week mm-hmm. he would come up from Lamarck when we first married. To make sure that Gabby had a good example mm-hmm. to see of men working together. Wow. 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 And that's what I always wanted. Because we wow. Don't have, we don't do no, that. no. Because it's not necessary. Necessary. Adults. Yes. Yeah. And so we did. We that can figure this out. Yeah. 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 Take that same energy. Absolutely. And that's be right. constructive. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's been, I've been tossing in it's my so head good. All because I, I wonder how. <laughs> I wonder how it is that, and it's like not a judgy thing, but mm-hmm. it just um, kind of kind of sort of baffles me mm-hmm. when people who do have children say, um, or they know how it was to be in a, a, a relationship like that, you know, where it wasn't working out, and instead of them doing something different with their children, mm-hmm. they follow the same yeah. thing. Yeah. But you know how that feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why would you? Do that. Do that, or mm-hmm. allow create that. Done, mm-hmm. yeah, to your child. Not mm-hmm. habits, yeah, habits and habits, right? Mm-hmm. And so we always want to break the pattern or the habit. Yeah, of doing something different. different. Yeah, we hope. Yeah, that should be the goal. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I, and I, and then too, it didn't help that I was uh, listening to, or no, I was watching the work, but I was listening. <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> To, I want to say Law and Order, one of those shows. And it was something on there that was along these lines mm-hmm. of, you know, the parent didn't decide to take the necessary steps to break the pattern. Mm-hmm. So the pattern continued. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The child ended up hemmed up and was like, the parent was surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, but how? Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's where the, the piece with. I, I'm hearing generational curses. Generational like, I'm curses. hearing people saying that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Okay, two things can you know two things can be true, right? You you do have spiritual implications, but there are also physical manifestations, mm-hmm. which are the patterns of the mm-hmm. you know the patterns of the the manifestation of the curse or whatever. And and the fact that you said that when you saw your mom's situation with the with her husband at the time, that you made a decision that right. this is not what I want for my life. Yeah, I've had to think about this. My sister and I had a talk several, several, several years ago. And I've been married now for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Six, and I love my husband. Mm-hmm. I husband. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> we were talking and she made a valid point. Mm-hmm. Even in the ups and downs of marriage or any relationship you know that you're in, 
But with marriage, you know, there are ups, there's downs, and you're trying to build a, a legacy for your children, you're trying mm -hmm. to make it work, you're mm -hmm. trying to do all the things that are needed to make marriage work mm -hmm. and have a long-standing marriage. Mm -hmm. Two things. My husband, his background is different, meaning that he was raised by a two-parent household. Okay. They've been married for over 40 years. Okay. I was you raised saw by that. a single mm -hmm. mother. Right? Mm -hmm. With five children with four different dads. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. We all have different dads. Mm -hmm. But she the point that she made was this, Georgetta, you're doing well because remember, we did not have an example to, to follow. follow. That's so and good. That was so profound yeah. to me because wow. that is so true. Yeah. She said, you're charting it's a path. Years, 20 years, 25 mm -hmm. years, you are doing wonderful because mm -hmm. we did not have We didn't an have it. Yeah. Yeah. Are making, you are navigating yep. this. Yep. You're carving this all out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To not only make it some type of normalcy for yourself mm -hmm. and your family, but for your girls who will mm -hmm. follow along the way to see how. Ooh, that, that is so powerful. That is such a you great know? point. And so that was a that was an epiphany. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I was like, she is so mm -hmm. right. I didn't see this. I didn't have it around me. Right. I had some great grandmothers. Right. And great grandmothers mm -hmm. who, I, who I love. Right. But did I actually see? They're married yeah. folks in my nope. I didn't see it. Nope. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. Nope. I didn't. For the longest time didn't. I didn't want to be married. I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, if, if marriage mm -hmm. looks like this, mm -hmm. what my parents mm -hmm. had, yeah. mm -hmm. and if the cheering on China like us, then I'm, <laughs> good. I'm good. My, my brother we that's good. Like, was a fire starter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we were the two nerds in the family. Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest brother was uh we, we were all musically inclined. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's mostly because of mom. Um, but yeah, it was like, it, mm, that's okay. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. That's the example. That's what yeah. it is. That's what marriage looks like. I don't, I don't want, want it. We argued in five minutes every day. So I'm good. I'm cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. I did not want, if I ever, I don't want that type of relationship. Yes. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't. And it always scared me. Yeah. You jacked up your nervous system. Yeah. You know, and I was always told, you're going to be just like your mama. I'm going to be just like my mama. I don't want you. Right? I don't want them. Yeah. Because I, I don't want them. I don't want them. So uh, we'll be back after these messages for uh, the, we're at the end of the show. We're at the end of the show. Yes. Awesome. We'll be back. This show was sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation, serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Blue. If you're looking for healthy meal prep, family-style meals, or catering for your next event, look no further than the East Traveling Square Kitchen with Chef Square, Alan Phillips, specializing in soul food, family-style dining, and Southern flavor. Chef Square can adhere to dietary needs like keto and bariatric meal prep without compromising on taste. Take advantage of weekly meal plans like the Starter Pack, five meals for $75 with three entree choices, additional meal plans, and contact-free delivery is available. Contact Chef Square of the East Traveling Square Kitchen today at 832-495-8836 and tell them Stunner Radio sent you. Uh, and we're back home. We're back home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, wanted to keep going, so that's why yes. I'm, I'm waiting. Girl. So, but anyway, one day we're gonna have all the entire song. I will. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that. Day. Let me write that down. And I'm gonna sing like part song. of the book. Nope. Yeah. I'll give you a spot for spoken word. I'll give you a spot for a few bars. Okay, I'll just spoken word. But no in total, like no tunes. No tunes. No, no, just speaking. Okay. I'll work on it. All right. Fine, Miss Georgetta. Love notes of the week. Yes. Is just a little something to give people to think about. Something to chew on yes. for the rest mm. of their seven days, the next seven days, mm. the rest of their lives. Something what they you can rich back and be like, rich back? Yeah, rich back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rich back. What you got? This is what I got. <laughs> I always tell people that you little girls with dreams become women with vision. Mm. And at this point, women, we need to have a vision for our lives. Okay. And don't hold yourself captive by your past. Mm -hmm. Because for me, that's what I started doing until I broke out of it. Right? And I'm as free as I want to be today because mm -hmm. I don't live in the past. Now, can you use it to learn from it what not to do mm -hmm. more for it? You certainly can. But don't hold yourself captive. 
That's big. I love that's it. Huge. Love that. We all got pants. Yeah. Yeah. That's and good. And it's not one to be Cousin said that's good. That's good. Will yeah. that preach, cousin? That'll preach. Vinny, <laughs> yeah. what you got? What you got? Um, I think for me, um, this week has reminded me that I have been chosen for this moment, for this life, that there are experiences that only I could have had and navigated. And there are people that are going to relate to my experiences that um, if if I weren't here, there would be something about their experience that would be different. And so for me, it's just be courageous to tell your story, have the courage to, you know, look within, learn from what you need to learn from, but also be courageous to share and to tell um, because that the, the, the Bible version is, is the people overcome by the word of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Um, and so telling your story, having a testimony, having something to share about your experiences, releasing the shame so that you can be free to do that. Letting that shame go so that you can be free to share so that others can be free. Yes, good. And so, I, I was so concerned with that because for years I didn't want to talk about yeah. my life. Yeah. I was so ashamed of mm -hmm. how was, you know, mm -hmm. how things happened. Mm -hmm. Um and as I shared with uh, Georgetta earlier that it wasn't until after dad died that I was like eight. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean let me show you how you mm -hmm. can use this. And then even further down the road, um uh our awesome uh owner here, Lisa, mm -hmm. uh, was still pushing me even more to mm -hmm. talk about mm -hmm. it. And I was like, mm -hmm. I ain't ready. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but there is healing in this discussion. Yeah. Uh, it's not shameful. Nope. It is what happens. And most assuredly that I can tell you that your story is going to help somebody mm -hmm. else. And how you got you. through it. Yeah. Because there, like, there's something about being a 46-year-old and being able to say, I am currently finding out who I am and what I like. Mm -hmm. There's there was a point in my life where there would be great shame mm -hmm. in that that like no. you should have already been there by now. What do you mean? Yeah. How are you gonna say that to somebody else? Everybody else is 20 year olds and I, I can't be ashamed of that mm -hmm. because there's somebody who's 50 mm -hmm. who yeah. needs to know you can there's worth yeah. in in doing the work and connecting. And so I think that that's important for people to hear and know. Yeah. And for me, um, for those who are still, you know, shaking their heads, I feel like somebody's like, mm -hmm, it's not me, it's mm -hmm. you. Um, <laughs> I had to start one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Yes. It could not be mm -hmm. in a setting like this. Mm -hmm. I had to look. And that was a prayer for me. Yeah. Okay, Lord, if you want me to do this, it has to be one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, you know, like yep. my business. Yeah. You know, and so mm -hmm. there were literally people in my space mm -hmm. every time I turned around mm -hmm. that either needed to hear it, was going mm -hmm. through it, mm -hmm. coming out of it, mm -hmm. and then, you know, some mm -hmm. a reminder or mm -hmm. somebody that needs to deposit something into mm -hmm. me. Right. So it can happen, it will happen. Are you so good. one foot in front of the other and trust God, he'll make it happen. Yes. That's What's, us. Your note? What's your note? Oh, Did you that, that was it. Okay, that beautiful. Was you. Well, you put it all yeah. in so beautifully. You yeah. wove it together so seamlessly. I didn't even know that it happened. That's so, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. And thank you, thank for, you for being here. Thank, thank you so much. And, uh, you can find her at georgetta.netlock at gmail.com. Yes. And she envisions 21? She yes, envisions 21, 21 at gmail.com. Gmail. Gmail. That's where I uh, until next week, you guys, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Who happy Father's the Day. Day. Happy Daddy Day. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> your day. Because you were daddy. You guys have a great week. Make sure you tune in later because uh, we're going to be uh, hosting that red card. Block Shari. Until then, love you. Have a great week.